have not played since probably the last time we played, to be honest. Sad. The last thing, it's the last thing you need is an artist who all he does is sit around, paint, play video games, and look for a job. <laughs> and looking at grad schools. Okay. So, so, is everyone ready? Yeah. We're all ready. Is everybody else ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Promotion. <laughs> I like, no, I like when he's sad. He's like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Depression. Yeah. <laughs> oh this is SpongeBob? Yeah, remember when he doesn't get the promotion? He's like, I'm ready. Depression. Here, here's a bomb drop. I have not actually sat through an episode of Spongebob. No, that was the movie. Blasphemy. Not even the movie. <laughs> okay, the first movie is good. The second one, it, it looks too cringe for me to see. So I have, like, I've avoided seeing it. Yeah. I love Spongebob. Yeah. I love Spongebob. I always, I always uh, spawn it off on my other brothers to take my younger brother to go see anything Spongebob related. I'm not, I'm not sitting through that. I never again. I had to sit through Disney movies as a child. I'm not sitting through SpongeBob oh, yeah. as an adult. There's another bomb drop that I just. I wait. Am I? Re God damn it! I am recording. All right. Welcome back to, <laughs> to the Space Oddity Collective. We um in that opening one minute and forty seconds, you now all know I dislike SpongeBob and uh, Disney movies. That's that's sad, man. Minus minus Mulan. I like Mulan. Mulan's not Sword in the Stone. The Aristocrat. Be a man, you must be stupid. I don't know the words. Mysterious as the dark side. <laughs> that should be your new theme song. Uh, singing that. <laughs> I would. I'm thinking. You're about welcome. That. Thank you. I do like Robin Hood though. Oh, Robin oh, Hood is classic. my favorite Disney movie. I would give it that. I, I like Robin Hood. But I've literally that, never heard any other person say that. I, it's my absolute favorite Disney movie. If I had to pick one, that would be the only thing I would sit and watch. Now we're talking Pixar. Mm, I Pixar. Toy Story and Monsters Inc. I, I don't like Ratatouille. <laughs> oh, my heart. Ratatouille. It's that's, a, that's, that's my comfort movie, bro. It's a you got a rat controlling a human and a rat touching food. I mean, come on. It's it's Pixar. Uh, I don't care. The, the suspension of disbelief pretty much ends with me right there. Okay, <laughs> that it ends with me. If you want to get me, you want to get me almost tearing up. Monsters Inc. Oh, I don't see. I don't see. No, oh, but, oh, bro, no. Up. Oh. Why they got to do that in the beginning? In the beginning, not even in the middle, not in the end. In the beginning. Is it, it is how it is. Toy Story, actually, Toy Story three almost got me um, choked up. When I thought they was, when I thought they was gonna get burned, oh. I was like. No, I watched this in '95. Don't do this to me now. I'm almost 30. And then Toy Story 4 came out, and everybody's telling me don't watch it. I'm like, why not? 
I got Disney Plus. I'm gonna watch it. But we're not here. <laughs> this is not Disney talk. Um, this is Artist Talk. We're back with Artist Talk, and we have past guests returning for a roundtable discussion. Um, here on the well, I should give some backstory. Artist Talk was on the Giant Cotchpit Robot. It's now its own thing, but it's back under the podcast feed that is now on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or Google Play, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So you get to hear these awesome people on podcasting services around the globe, including this episode right here. Are you shocked that now your episodes are all over the globe now? I think I should start off with that. Yeah, I call myself... Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was going to make a pimple joke. I was going to say I would call myself Mr. Worldwide now. Valid. <laughs> 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 um, I think it's really cool. I mean, there's also people who, like, I've never really talked to, and they're like, hey, dude, like, I heard your podcast. Like, I think it's really interesting, like, you know, going into depth, and then, you know, uh, I've come out in this one, and I came out in... Uh, also Enya Studios yep. and with those is like you know being featured and people hearing me talk like I don't know I think it's so nice that they're like oh I like to hear you talk about your work it's like oh, you like to hear me like oh, <laughs> oh my god my friend Christian will be like you want to join my discord he has a whole group discord group called Ubu. <laughs> But yeah, yeah it's, it's, tr- it's, it's really cool being able to, you know, be, uh, be able to talk with, like, uh, especially this. Like, I'm really excited to be discussing with these artists because, you know, we're all oh, emerging God. artists. <laughs> we're all amazing and talented, you know? I try. Y'all the best. I try. We all try. Yeah. Um, and, every, and each one of your episodes, I'm, I'm still shook. Like we're each one of your episodes are close to hitting a hundred list um, in total a hundred listens a piece for each one of y'all. Nice, which is insane. which is awesome. I mean, it's, and it really is insane. Like when Amazon came, it was like I was like, oh shit, yes, get put the episodes up so people can hear more. That's pretty sick. So here we are. And we are going to probably get to most of everything which you are doing because the question we're doing, um, I was given this question two weeks ago on a solo cast, um, and the question is, is the history and representation of the artwork more important than the work itself? I feel this is the type of question that is better discussed in a group than a solo person accident. Um, I haven't answered it. And... And I feel like it's a good way to, I guess, reflect on your own work. That is a tough question. Yeah. So, I'm about to do it. Any, mini, any, mini, mo to see who goes first. Dang. Popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> All right, basically, she was the last one to come in. You go first. I don't know how to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, how about... Mm, let's break it down in terms of the history and the representation of, the, of said artwork. Is there anything that comes to mind for you where... As in, like, artwork of the, the work that we've been producing or just, like, art in general? Let's say the artwork you're doing. 
would you care so, more about the history of it or someone getting the rep getting understanding the representation of it uh for me personally i would think it would be the representation of it because you know i'm trying to represent like I know this sounds weird and I always sound like, I feel like I sound like a scratch record when I say this, like, you know, I'm always trying to represent the, the underrepresented and, you know, that's plus size women, but also plus size women in the sense of like, you know, there's always like, blah, 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 blah. all right, <laughs> you got, you in a couple. sense of like, you know, when you see photographs of women, even plus size women, also people who have like undergo like surgery and stuff you know their their photos are always photoshopped to like take away scars and to take away stretch marks and when the paint when i do my paintings i always include that because it's like i'm trying to show everything i'm trying to show like every nook every cranny every scar that has happened to somebody because you know that's my representation of beauty you know everything that's like the ugly is what i find beautiful because like you know we're all human we all have this stuff and why are we trying to hide it or why do people feel the need that they have to hide it when they're like displaying like artwork or when they're displaying like pictures it's like we should be showing this more often because this is what a natural body looks like you know a natural body has scars a natural body has like stretch marks you know they have pimples they have hair and that's like what i'm trying to show so do you look into like the history of um like ads and paintings to help oh, yeah. you yeah for for a while even with the practice that i'm doing now because i started expanding um the gender of the characters i make i'm not only doing women but i'm also doing men and I'm trying to work my way up into doing like people who are like transitioning as well. And, you know, I'm looking at photographs of like actual modeling companies, but I'm also looking at, you know, like, I know like it's not the best place to look for it, but you know, I've curated my Instagram so much to, to just see content of people who look like me or, like represent themselves the way like I would be rep represented like being gender fluid like I, I want to see people who are like me I don't want to see people like you know like the Kardashians because it's like how am I supposed to relate to them they they're you know they're plastic I, I, I don't want to see that or I don't want to see like you know white women <laughs> basically but it's just I want to see like ugly i want to see everything i want to see everything i don't want you to photoshop yourself man because naturally we're not like that mm -hmm. anybody just want to interject this is a round table anybody can come in don't be scared yeah Thanks. and i think that the the history of those things is what ties into the representation too because like the history is under representation so like you can't separate those two things mm -hmm. And I don't know, context is so important to me. Like, the context of the piece and like what was like leading up to is like just as important as the piece to me, personally to me, like when I'm consuming art. Okay. Um, something I just totally forgot about it. And um, I got a, a little note. We got to have everyone introduce themselves and what they like um, and their pronouns. <laughs> so, 
small little small little tangent break have everyone introduce themselves and their and their pronouns i can start um <laughs> hello everybody my name is kaylee she her pronouns i'm a potter a potter like harry potter <laughs> i'm a harry potter <laughs> uh, my name is <laughs> korea uh, my pronouns are they them my name is jackie uh pronouns are she her i am a painter and then my name is Rocio, and also she, her pronouns, and I, I'm also a painter. Awesome. Um, and as always, it's me, Desmond. Desi is dead. Pronouns, he, him, them. Painter. Thank you for having us again. Thank you for coming back. I know everyone is the spooky season, and everybody wants to party. Or at least um, try to get some rest, because I know everybody's still in, um, minus me, is still in school. I wish I was still in school. Can I take a dip in the on the question? Yeah. Um as I guess when I think about this question I, I clearly think about yeah, myself, but also the other artists that I've come across and just taking in their message. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like it's unfair to say that one is more important than the other. Um, For a fact, the history and the representation, um, I feel like definitely does take a really big weight. Um, Because I feel like without those things, we wouldn't be inspired to create the things that we do. For example, the things that I've painted, I feel like I would not be as... I guess as passionate about or there wouldn't be much of a like much room for activism in my position mm-hmm. and I feel like that goes with a lot of things yeah there's people that create out of their mind out of you know how they feel personally but for the you know when it comes down to thinking why do they feel that way why is it that like it led them to choose these things like I feel like history is always a huge impact um, upon what gets created and not just for art itself but I feel like in the world um, like if we're not moving forward in some way I feel like things would just stay the same mm-hmm. and the work that we do put into the art is something worth admiring for sure and the art that we make and that anyone makes as well and has made is is and will always be like an, an iconic documentation of history and it's like they're both like there's there's just a rope and history is on one end and the product is of the art is on the other end and i feel like without one there isn't another because without having any of that being documented there's not much to really look back on or even grow like we're just either going to repeat history which can be a good or bad thing um or you know or we have what we have today where we get to kind of see this window of what you know things are or used to be and also what things are in another you know part of the world and it's a very hard question, but these are the things that I feel 
are definitely worth thinking about when um, when it comes to either creating art or even just admiring it. How about we break it down like this? Um, have anyone that's been in the position during a critique or when you're out in public and you're showing your work um, at another show that is not on the confines of, of the university um, where is either the person that's asking you about the representation of the art, of your artwork or are they asking like the history of it? Oh, I mean all the time. I think for for my art personally, like people want to know why I'm making it constantly. Mm. And uh, I think that that understanding makes the pieces like, I think my pieces like are pretty strong on their own, but like knowing why I do it, which like really tightly ties into like representation, mm -hmm. like amplifies the piece, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I feel that too with the content that I make because it's like, you know, with a majority of things, there's kind of has to be this like, why do you do this? Like, why are you the way you are? <laughs> and mm -hmm. like with, with the artwork that I make, you know, people are all like, well, why do you do this? And it's like, well, you know, I want to see artwork that represents me, you know, like, I'm a large, I'm a plus size being, you know, and I want to see plus size art and it, cause you know, it makes me feel happy. It makes me feel included to, to see myself being represented and to create content and to have other people see it and then be like, oh my gosh, like I feel so seen. I feel so represented. It's like, oh my gosh, like that it's, it, it makes me feel great. It makes me feel like I, I've made an impact on somebody and made them feel included in something, you know? Um, for the so you're pretty much um, we'll stick with you for a little bit B mm. so the Lagorditas is pretty much evolving because uh, you already mentioned it's evolving to now including people who are transitioning including um, men now do you see mm. are you going to stick to going on a larger scale or stay even more intimate um, honestly I'm going to start doing a larger scale because doing larger scale I'm able to include more content like I'm able to like emphasize like curves and rolls and you know now that I started going more into like genitalia now like I'm able to make this like larger than like life scale and that's what I think is amazing because when people come up to it they're like you know like god damn like this is really up in my face and you know, and I, I really enjoy that because it's because it's such a larger scale. Like, I feel like it's more welcoming to approach because of, you know, not only because of the, the palette that I, I I use, but because it's so big and, the, the, you know, my characters are so animated and, you know, making them in a larger scale, people, I feel like people are more prone to approach it than if it was a smaller scale painting. Um, Rocio, you have anything? Because well, maybe that's that may be tied with your um with your pieces as well. Yeah, like I feel like like touching back what B said like a little bit before this is like people like you know when I have my work up at a show like outside of school, people would be like, oh like what made you come up with this idea or how did you choose or like what made you want to play around with like you know with like your whole composition and I feel like um 
context is super important mm-hmm. or like kind of give like a little bit of background like of what I like or what what um like elements that I've like choose and like you know do like my research on before I actually like you know get to the piece and I feel like um giving that context just kind of gives people a better understanding maybe they might think something else because I know I'm pretty sure that it happens to like a lot of people they're like oh maybe like I thought it was like about this but you know there can always be two different different stories of what people might think mm-hmm. but um I feel like it's also really cool that like you know everybody has different styles and like um concepts that other people might also like the same interests like I think it's really cool just um meeting people and like you know just having this kind of like discussion over like a like a basic interest that somebody likes and I feel like that's also like super like um important especially what I put in my work like I hope like people get an understanding um of what I'm trying to like you know get to the point or like something that I like that I try to emphasize on so for yours would you feel like doing zine does because I know you're, you when you work with um either you create your own or you um, collaborate with others you feel like zines is a good way to show that history and that representation as well I think so too especially now because I feel like more people are getting into like the zine world or like you know use you making zines as like another form to like getting the work out there like even if it's super small like can always make hundreds or even thousands of copies and you know just drop them off somewhere or like you know drop them off at like amoeba or something because i'm i'm sure they do um like little little sections for zines that people can pick up i feel like that's another way to just get your stuff out there too and maybe people that don't really know much about you know like the art world and stuff like that they might just pick up a zine and be like oh like this person makes stuff that i like that's really cool and you know maybe they might want to you know find some kind of like connection and work together or some or some shape way or form i feel like that also is a big um contribution also Sorry, <laughs> background noise. It's okay, you're good. I actually, oh my I, I, can you hear the my fit? Can you hear the tank? Is that what you guys? No, I was. Uh. I had to mute my mic, and I'm like, shut up. Oh. <laughs> I have the the push to talk mic. Um. Oh, uh, I'm gonna kill my brother for derailing me for a quick hot second. Um. I was gonna say. Because piggybacking off of the zines and going like talking about being in the atmosphere, an open atmosphere, mm-hmm. do you feel, and this is for everyone if they want to um, come in, the intimacy of a show where you can talk about your, your pieces open, open and freely, where you may get something on like who inspired you, which means you'll be dipping in part of your history, or you'll be explaining ad, ad nauseum at this point. About your represent of your what what ah, what helps you work on the representation of the work? I think we can go over to Kate on um, the Kaylee. Um, for your work, in a way, mm, do you see yourself use doing using zines like Rocio 
to help better promote your work or do you feel social media helps with that with representation because by this point when it comes to history and representation it, looks, it seems like social media is air quotes the way to go in terms of showing work yeah i not so much zines i've done some zines for like for my collages but in terms of like my professional work that i am like heartily moving forward with um man i'm so grateful i don't know how but i have somehow managed to fall into the algorithm for ceramics i don't know if ceramics are just extra hot right now but i have had so much success with um social media and i i'm gonna be really honest i don't know how i don't know how because i feel like i don't know what i'm doing but then i look at my numbers and I'm like okay, i'm doing something right um i think social media is a good way to approach this number. do you find yourselves Using well, I know B obviously because she's because the way how she tailors how she says she tailors her Instagram. Do everyone do the same thing? Because I by this point have done the same thing. Like I will follow more accounts that deals with more non-representational abstract work and graffiti by this point. So, do you tailor your social medias around to that, everyone else, or is besides B? Because she expertly answered that question. Yeah, I think we all do. I mean, I think just like with our our lives, and like, I feel like every intersection of our lives, we kind of have like cultivated this space that aligns with the work we're making and like like minded people that we see ourselves in. I feel like we gravitate towards people that we see like little pieces of ourselves in, especially in terms of art. Like one way or another, like we always have like some kind of creative mindset or just around really creative people that just have us in that groove to make work. Jackie? I think it's just the day of background noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't catch a question. I was chewing on some chips, so I kind of <laughs> chewing on some chips. I'm sorry. There you go. Um, what I was what I was saying was, do you tailor your social media to um, to help you with your work? Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say help, but there's this thing that I've been slowly getting to. One thing I, I really want to um, kind of, I guess, accomplish one day is having um, people, how would I say it? Like, <laughs> I love to involve people into my art. So sometimes, even now, I love to get inspiration from them just so I can be like their access to I don't know like they get seen in some way mm -hmm. um is there something about including my audience or just my community and for the most part I have them on social media so if they have an aesthetic that I um I either find familiar or similar with I definitely do reach out and, you know, 
ask them if they want to be a part of it or if there's anything they'd want to contribute that I could use for, you know, just to shine light on them and just kind of using me as a as a way so they can get out a certain a certain style. For example, my um, the art that I've been doing recently, you know how I repurpose things, um, most likely in like Latinx homes. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to talk with people and like, oh, how do you like? Do you do you guys have you know things like this or and what ways do you guys repurpose things? Like, is it similar to what I do or do you guys have your own ways? You know, just to shine light on that same theme or message but also kind of like providing them that kind of feeling of like oh I'm not the only one or not like a feeling where they should be ashamed because I used to be ashamed of or not really ashamed but I was just kind of embarrassed to say that like oh yeah like I use plastic bottles or I use you know I recycle things and and use them like like I don't know into something else and now I kind of love to just throw it out there and, and show people like this is actually a beautiful thing and there's culture involved in, in certain ways here and there and I'd love to kind of have people either inspire me or just involve them into my art. Um, I just have like this big like it just makes me really happy if I can if I can include people in my art. Um, Especially people that, you know, that I know have a similar style to me. Just because I know what it's like to... At least I feel like I, I know what it's like to kind of feel, you know, on the outside or, or something. And I kind of want to show everyone that, hey, like, we're all in the same boat. And it's cool. It's okay. Has there been, um for this is for everyone as well, has there been anyone recently... Um, that have inspired you as well? Um, recently, no. I'd say the closest thing that I've come to recently, I guess I would say, would be my brother. Um, before I started doing my paintings, um, I wouldn't really see it as often, but now, um, since my brother sees my paintings more than anyone, I feel like it kind of <laughs> like encouraged him to do those um, to repurpose bottles and stuff because now like when I go see him or something and I check out his like his decor and stuff I see those bottles and I'm like oh my gosh like these weren't here before and it makes me really happy because I'm like I don't know like he would be like my closest inspiration to now I haven't really seen people or been to anyone's house recently so I wouldn't be able to really say um but that would be the closest thing to inspiration I have right now I'm actually um in the works of making a painting of one of his bottles and his setup I just started uh this week and maybe by like the end of next month I'll have it done but that would be the closest thing to inspiration that I have right now can't wait to see that B? Same question. Is there anyone recently who you felt um, helped you, like, on this path, or like recently you've been talking with, or internships that have helped you with your work going forward? Yeah, you know, um, 
Over the summer, I was the gallery management intern at Angels Gate Culture Center over in San Pedro. And, you know, I, doing that internship has really opened a lot of doors for me, especially talking to um, my director, Amy Erickson. She invited me to this, like, VIP opening for Judy, Judy Baca, which is a, a muralist. And, you know, going to that event was really, like, very inspiring to me because, you know, this woman has been creating content since, like, the 90s up until now. Like, all of her work was, like, most of her work was displayed in that in that show. And, like, what intrigues me the most is, like, the planning aspect of things before even executing it. And on display, she had a lot of her sketches, like, sketched out first with the, the, the scale and how large it was going to be, like the location, the environment, how it was going to be like painted on, how it was going to be like, you know, put up. And I, that was just, you know, as somebody who's transitioning to larger scale, you know, it was so amazing to see that because before even doing the wooden panels that I do, there is so much planning I do before even putting paint onto that onto that uh, wooden panel and you know seeing somebody's thought process before like you know execution is like it's amazing to see and then I look back at like you know the sketches that I'm I'm doing because as lately I've, for the past two weeks I, I've been sick and um, I couldn't be in the studio you know doing my ceramics so I was like you know I need to I need to be doing something I can't just be sitting <laughs> I I'm a busy body I gotta be doing something so you know uh, for two weeks I was just sketching out stuff even if it wasn't good even if I like I didn't like it I scribbled it out I was just like I, I was just creating these you know characters and then I also started making characters that are clothed you know something I haven't really done since probably high school you know ever since I started doing the corditas I you know a lot of my characters are are you know they're, they're nude or they're covering themselves up but you know I started developing these characters that have clothes and you know that was a bit of a challenge for me because you know I you know, again like I haven't drawn clothes on a character since uh, since high school so you know this is you know, I'm sprouting into to something new, and I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll paint these characters on a larger scale. Maybe not. Um, it all depends. So, yeah, that's who's been uh, inspiring me lately. Cool. Also, if you want to, I can help you show you how to use pipe cleaners as a way to sculpt if you can't get to use an actual clay. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I well, I still have clay from last year when the pandemic hit. But yeah, thank you. Um, Rocio, same question. Was there is there anyone currently or someone you've worked with in the past or maybe currently right now that's helping you um and that's maybe inadvertently or actually helping you um creating what you're what you're doing right now? Um, lately not really. I mostly, you know, just stick to like whatever kind of like subject I wanna like um, approach with I kind of use Pinterest to kind of mm. get some photo references or ideas and you know just kind of do it with my own twist and you know see what kind of colors I could probably work with that can you know make have it make sense in a way um, 
think so I would I would also say some of my work has been inspired by Patrick Martinez um just just because like just the aesthetic that he makes he, d- he includes like neon neon lights like installations in his pieces some ceramic flowers attached to these huge like panels that he makes and um some of like the um the advertisement posters he used he would use like those like nail like 80s like 90s like hair salon posters yeah um that's what that's what kind of gravitated me towards his work is that like he kind of even though his like idea is totally different just um just those kinds of like elements that he uses in his pieces kind of like correlates with mine even if even if like you know what what his work is about is completely different than mine but despite looking at it at a glance i feel like there's some kind of like connection that I've just been following with, up with him for like maybe like two years or so. That's where I kind of, if I were to say somebody that inspires me, probably he would be definitely one of them. I remember, ooh, it's been close to two years. I had a conversation with him when he came on um, to the university, and he was like, you "Oh yeah, do-. that's right." When he looked yeah. at my pieces, he said, huh? you can do it on a larger scale, and I'm like, "Okay." On a larger scale, yeah. When you could do it on a big scale. Yeah, I was like, when the money comes in, I'll do it on the bigger scale. Right. <laughs> like, who? The cost of inflation on materials is just too high. Straight up. Like, I looked at Nova Color, and I'm like, their prices went up. Are so, they? A little bit. Are mm. they? Yeah. About to pull up on you better, them. You better pull up on them. They go up a little bit. I know uh, Blick went up. Like so for like a gallon or something. Like I'm, 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 I'm cheap. I'm going for the lower stuff. I'm, I'm not going for the oh. gallons. That's. Um, I get the just <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm to put myself out there like that. I'm broke, so I'm going for the cheaper, <laughs> like the pints. <laughs> just mm-hmm. a little, nah. When uh, when the homie gets a job. I'm gonna be like, yeah, give me the, give me the stuff. <laughs> when you know you've made it, you buy a gallon of paint from Nova. Yes. Because <laughs> I am so mad. I love their fluorescent pink, and I was, and I just got like this. Oh, I just bought some of that too. <sighs> Dang, Rocio, are you flexing on us? <laughs> oh, I have a small uh, bottle, dude. <laughs> it's like little like fluid ounce ones. They're like really tiny. Yeah, I got the I got the I got the. Just stuffed her paintbrush into one of the bottles and left. <laughs> I got the, I got it. Yeah, I'm just, you're getting as a sample. Yeah, I got like the two ounces as well, and I'm like I've been hoarding it for so long. Like, I just Honestly. bought them just to like mess with them. Yeah, I feel like there was a. I got the small ones because I just wanted to test some colors out and yeah. like I used it all up and I was like damn I should have gotten the bigger one but it's like I didn't want to get the bigger one because yeah. like what if I didn't like it but I mean it's Nova color let's be real <laughs> like all of their colors most of their colors are pretty dope yeah because um, for me uh, Vans Vans gang right here um, they put out like Latin um, during Latin um, Heritage Month uh, different. Um, I even share some of the, um, the artwork on my Instagram. Well, Insta stories. Um, 
Latin artists, and I was like, they. I'm like, I was just thinking of, oh, I can do a series of skateboards, and it's called the Color Block series. And then I looked at the fluorescent pink, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I only have two ounces, and I have very little left. I can't do what I want. <laughs> I can do the boards, but I can't do what I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Pricing comes in, but I'm like. Because that it was of recent for me has been um, inspiration. Was looking at Latin American um, Latin um, Heritage Month and seeing all these artists coming out with just dope fly ass stuff. And then Humena, who I'm sorry I had to put it out here, she's lying. I do keep in contact. I just sometimes forget the text. Yes. I do keep in contact. So i know humana sarna is going to hear this i do keep in contact i just keep forgetting sometimes and sometimes i'll type it out my mind would be on something else then i'll come back two hours later and i thought i sent it but i didn't send it so i i think about people <laughs> i think about people occasionally yeah yeah but um but she's also been an inspiration on me because i once once again I'm not in the school atmosphere so I have to bounce my ideas off of somebody so human has been a good sounding board to bounce off ideas and something I don't ever do and I'm doing now I'm starting to sketch stuff out I'm doing a little color blocks to see like what colors will work will complement one another or using the color wheel because I know me and Kaylee at one time was talking about the color wheel um but I'm looking at the color wheel more on what I'm feeling at the moment and what color better correlates with that. So I, in a way, it can be a good conversational piece when someone looks at the work. Does that makes any sense. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, like using the color wheel, because I'm still reading up. Like red, we all know, is for like anger blood or love but in other countries red can mean something else like well you know as speaking from a, a spiritual aspect red it really has to do with passion not so much love so everybody's interpretation of colors is you know different yes thank you for, for hey, school me this is what this is what this podcast is for not only the listeners but also me can learn more so thank you yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but um but looking at the color chart and then going through the color wheel and i will put up like i just what does blue mean in this country or what does blue mean on this part of the world or this color means in this part of the world and then looking at it and i'm like okay so i want to tell a story without telling a story so just making people like what the hell is he talking about that type of thing mm. instead of have to verb well I still have to verbally say it, like we all have to when we once when we talk about our work. But um, I don't think we asked. I don't think I asked Kaylee, who um, for you. I know we talked about we touched on it earlier in the episode, but for you, is there anyone of recent for yourself, or are you are your own inspiration? You know, at first when you asked the question, I was thinking myself because I use myself for a lot of like the reference pictures and like my own like personal pleasure for a lot of the reference, like, well, not reference, um, like the base of the idea. 
But you know what? Honestly, like really thinking about it while everyone else was answering, like I get a lot of my inspiration from hip hop, like from lyrics, especially from female rappers. That's where like I have a whole like long list of notes in my phone when I hear a lyric and I'm like, oh my, I can fucking work with that. And then I just bounce off of that, you know? Yeah. So I think that's where a huge bulk of my inspiration comes from. You know, that is, that is a good, I think this is a good spinoff question because everyone vibes differently in terms of their music. Even if you're listening in a group setting, in a studio setting, like we usually do, or when you're by yourselves, I think this is good for everyone. And I'll, I'll go last on this one. Since you said hip-hop, Kaylee, uh, B, what do you vibe with when you're doing your art? I mean, honestly, I, it's not even funny how many different genres I listen to, dude. Like, if I'm really trying to, like, speed up a painting or, like, speed up a process of something, I'll listen to, like, thrash metal. Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm, like, I have, a, a, like, a good amount of time, I don't really have a deadline for anything, I'll listen to, like, indie or, like, boleros, which is, like, you know, classical Mexican music. And it, it just really, like, depends on, like, is there a deadline for this? Or am I just painting for, for leisure? Okay. But I'm, I'm digging the thrash metal. <laughs> uh, Jackie? Are we still eating chips? No. Um, I actually finished my plate of chips already. <laughs> Sadly. Um, that's kind of... Hmm. I think when I'm having a hard time concentrating, like for example, when I'm I'm having a hard time making up a a palette, um, I just put on something in the background, like I don't know, something soft. I just let Spotify like just kind of go on um on its own. But when I'm really excited about paintings, which is most of the time. Um, when I'm completing a piece, I probably listen to rap because it hypes me up. <laughs> oh, okay. Or I stick to to something indie-ish. Um, it's my go-to when I just kind of don't want to overexcite myself and end up rushing through the piece. So it's just, you know, I kind of go back and forth from that just to keep my levels of hype up yet, you know. Still, still at a good pace. It's a weird mix, but yeah. <laughs> Not right. Hey, you vibe what you vibe with. Uh, Rocio? Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay, cool. Um, so it's like what I listen to when I'm working. Yeah, like what do you vibe with? Like what music are you vibing with when you when you're creating? Working, uh, <laughs> I sorry, would huh? say probably two thousands alternative indie 
Thousands R and B. R and B. If I'm really like in that chill mood. <laughs> nice. Nineties R and B. That is a first. <laughs> like nine, like yeah, like nineties, like two thousands, like when when MTV would play music videos, like in the mornings, like nice. That's that's the time <laughs> right there. Uh, very mellow. I are you big now? Um, okay. What are you listening to? I know for me, it's and uh, unfortunately everyone here who was ever in the studio with me had to listen to my music. He's either was thrash, thrash metal, indie, um, hard rock, metal, and I still listen to it when I'm on my own. Um. Now, if I did want to, like, but it's on rotation when I'm working. And I know people still complain. I don't care. I still listen to Limp Bizkit. And I still listen. I still listen to. <laughs> and they just came out with a new single. I vibe with it. I'm sorry. I still listen to Limp. Um, I still listen to Corn. Corn still come out with some good shit. And I do find myself. But and, um, anything from, like, early 2000s like adidas if that kicks on i i I'm end up stopping what i'm doing and then just act like i'm jonathan davis and just start singing i mean i shouldn't say anything i still listen to dance cam and dance so like <laughs> and I, then uh pierce the veils coming out with a new album <laughs> <laughs> i legit just played from Gav- dance gavin dance earlier today oh let me pull up my spotify because i did create a spotify playlist for this group to which yeah, yeah. so far only a few of you actually added to it but um i've played uneasy hearts way uh, way man. the most i played that earlier <laughs> and that is some um circus survive oh my god i haven't heard that name in centuries it's like my old middle school high school playlist right there they they just came out with it circus survive just came out with a new single today called imposter syndrome so i'm like oh shit what is what is what is anthony green feeling in this record coming soon the solo stuff is so good but so sad oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> um but if i have to concentrate sit and concentrate i will listen to lo-fi mm. oh, yeah yeah it's another new one too <laughs> you is- know what and it's funny but it's also like really random so like i heard that like um video game background music really helps you concentrate (laughs) and so when i need to rush and do a paper i'll listen to mario kart um (laughs) and i'll just have that playing for like two hours and i'll hyper fixate on an assignment but like sometimes if i have the speakers on my brother's like is that is that cheap cheap beach like is that rainbow <laughs> road and i'm like hey man like it's it's, it's helping <laughs> it's helping me all aggressive and typing yeah i know like <laughs> i see i can't do that because um i try to do that with um like i have a lot of video game music on i have a playlist of a lot of video game music and movie music like if star wars the star wars theme mm. kicks on I'm like, okay, I can't focus on nothing right now. I'm focusing on Star Wars. But if Final Fantasy kicks in, 
I'm like, oh no. That, see, I can't focus on work. That kicks in, and that's my fault for doing that. Even even Minecraft, the background music, like that shit slaps. Like, there's no reason for it to slap and for that to be so good. See, and this is why playing lo-fi actually helps, <laughs> so I won't be getting hyped, keeping myself a good even kill. Like recently, I've, I've realized. Playing lo-fi recently, there's a piece I'm working on that has a lot of... That's going to have something I don't normally do, use flora in the piece. And I'm like, holy shit, this is very chill of me for once. I'm like, okay, lo-fi. All right. I'm done for you today. Let's put back on Limp Biscuit. But yeah, we hit that hour. Thank you, everyone. For being on. Thank you uh, for having us here. Thank you for having me and everybody. Um, this was fun. Thank you, Des. Yes, always a good time. Where can everyone? Oh, I was gonna say, where can everyone find you? Because I will put obviously the links in the um, in, in the chat. I mean the description, but for everyone who wants to hear it verbally. Uh, you guys could find me on Instagram at La Coneja. And my art account, you can find it at B Korea Studio. And if you're trying to get wrecked in Mario Kart, add me on the Switch <laughs> at Lord of Yowie. <laughs> you shouldn't even be saying you're going to wreck anyone. You can't even wreck me in Smash Bros. In Mario Kart? In Mario Kart. You trying to run around? You trying to get clapped in Mario Kart right now? I'll, let me get some money together. I'll buy Mario Kart. <laughs> We'll throw down. The gauntlet right. has been... I have sent the challenge. Alright, text me back when uh, you get Mario Kart. <laughs> for my work, you guys can find me at studio for more of my work. Jackie? For me, you can find me at... Um, all one word, cold bitch, cold brew, usually half naked on Instagram. Yummy photos. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, for my work, um, you could find me, this is like, alright, my Instagram, astro dot jags dot studio and by dot i mean like a period hope that makes sense um <laughs> thank you again desi for including us in this very interesting talk and for allowing us to be in this space where we get to share a lot of good info yes oh hell yeah thank you um thank y'all for uh, taking the time to actually do it well that yeah. well I have to choose my word. Thank you for taking the time to do it. I like hearing from y'all because I know we still in this pandemic and we can't all be in the same room just yet. Mm. And also a big thanks to Lauren Lynette who came up with the question who couldn't be on. Um, maybe next time for the next round table because I'm pretty sure because she almost had another one and I was like that will really stump us and I'll probably, we'll be silenced for like a good few minutes trying to answer it. 
So I told her, hold off on that question until the next one. So, and as always, you can follow me um, on Twitter and Instagram, specifically on Twitter because I get zero engagement. I get a lot of engagement on Instagram. I just want engagement on Twitter. So if you want random, you want to see me type making fun of my gender on Twitter, Desi is dead. <laughs> I have enough. <laughs> I almost got in trouble again on Twitter saying something. But... There's a lot of stupid men complaining about Superman being bisexual, and I just had to put. Oh yeah, I saw that. I had to put my gender in check. I mean, miss my childhood. Shut the fuck up. Um, but as always, listen to the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, not Twitter, Spotify, SoundCloud. I can't talk. Spout. All right, I'm gonna leave. Thank bam, you. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>